0: It's time. It is that time. Time for Styles and Watkins. You can join the show by texting 916 339 1140. Find us on YouTube at Sacktown Sports 1140. It's time for Alan Styles and Chris Watkins. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Or should I say no, no, no? Because Definitely there's not. no beam. Styles and Watkins, 10 a.m., 2 p.m. Oh my goodness. I just got to warn everybody right now. Chris and I are not on the same page right now. First time. sixth official show. First (laughs) argument. It's not going to be pretty, but we're going to get through it. We got Kings talk. We got Kings Warriors talk. We got our guy, Brendan Nunes, at 1130. We have... Kevin Dana, G League, Santa Cruz Warriors, and Warriors Roundtable host at twelve forty-five. And yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it. Twelve fifteen. This to. might be this might be the most polarizing beaming or dreaming yet. Beaming or dreaming. Twelve fifteen. Be a part of it. Hey, Chris, how you doing today?
2: Not so hot. Not so <laughs> hot. I mean, come on. After after. That's the way that the Kings go down yesterday. I I can't I can't come in here you know jumping off the wall or nothing like that. It's uh, it's a good day to talk to talk Kings. Of course, it was a really exciting game, and I think there are a lot of positives to take out of yesterday. And that's hmm. that's that's the mood I'm going to try and keep. You know, again I'm I, I'm known around here as a wet blanket. I'm going to try and keep it positive today, and I'm going to let you take the reins on on trying to you know rain on this parade that uh, that you know we're we're just,
1: we're just rain on to, the parade. Yeah.
2: That's the right vibe the that parade. you've been giving me this morning. Because,
1: look, we're oh, going to get. doing this now. No, 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 no. Look, like I said, 12 o'clock, we were revisiting the keys from the game, okay? Yep. 12 o'clock, we were revisiting the keys. I'm Spoiler alert, they hit most of the keys. Yeah. They hit most of the keys. You said, Chris. Yeah. Beautifully. I did. Keep Seth Curry under 30 points. Yep. How many points does Seth Curry have? 21. 21. Can you do something for me? Please. Steph didn't. No. Klay Thompson couldn't hit the backside of a barn until the end of the game. Why you got to remind me of that? Because (laughs) we're going to talk about, and I know you're going to get into it, moral victories. Mm -hmm. Well, the question today I ask everyone, and the phone lines are open all day. Mm -hmm. They're open all day, 916-339-1140. The question is, was it? A moral victory or missed opportunity? Mm -hmm. That's really the question. Because you, you got everything you wanted. The Warriors, I, I felt like they had about 50 turnovers. I mean, it, it looked like JV basketball mm-hmm. at some points. One ball went through GP2's legs. Yeah. I mean, it was bad. It was terrible. It was bad They were, ball. They were
2: throwing the game. They,
1: they were selling. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were selling, they really and the were. Kings refused to buy. Yep. But, like you said, I don't want to be completely negative because I'm still trying to ingratiate myself Please. here Please. in Sactown. Please. I'm here in Natomas now, the NATO, as, as apparently we call it. So let's hear from Mike Brown about the positives. And really the the biggest thing to take away was that the team defense was pretty good. We are. We played a little bit more physical tonight. I think we're getting better in that area. Um, you know, uh, offensively, obviously, we didn't shoot the ball well. But uh, when you don't shoot the ball well, if you defend... Uh, you'll at least give yourself a chance. And I thought our guys tried to do that, which uh, in turn gave us
0: a chance down the stretch.
2: Mm. They had a chance. They did. They definitely did. I mean, and that's all you uh, – <laughs> we're going to get into it. But to me, like, that's that's really all you can ask for is to have yeah. a chance when you don't have your best player out there. Like, mm-hmm. De'Aaron is, is a guy who's averaging 35 points per game. You had to know that the Kings – uh, weren't going to be able to win this game. How they've been trying to win every other game, they were going to have to try something a little different. They played at a slower pace. Uh, they they definitely didn't do themselves a lot of favors with the amount of missed shots they had yesterday. Yeah, but they made up for it on the defensive end. I yeah. really thought if they didn't bring the def the level of attention uh, to detail on the defensive end that they brought yesterday, that's a complete blowout. Like there's no, yeah. they don't stand a chance in. In a in a game against a really elite team or, or team that's had success, I don't want to put the Warriors in elite yet. Okay, right. uh, a team that's had some early success, you're not going to beat a team like that unless They're elite you're against yet. the Kings. Hey man, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just, just saying a two and zero. Oh. I can't I can't
1: deny it. I, I, <laughs> just, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't have any wanna, comeback. I don't want to be it. this person. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the Kings made me. I'm, this is just the I beginning. I just think Steph enough. No, yes. yeah, yes. If we had enough. Yeah, yeah, we had enough. I just. Here, here's my question. Mm-hmm. So seriously now, Keegan Murray and the great job he did on Steph defensively. Yeah. When you see his struggles offensively, yes. That's why at, with ten there's points, a link. right? There's a direct link, and that's why I don't think people appreciate the heyday of being a quote unquote elite two way player and how tough it is, right? Yeah. Whether that was Clay Thompson back in the day, For sure, or 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 Kawhi back in the day. Right. You can make the argument. It's really hard to be both for a long period of time. It's almost Clay, impossible. Clay got it got stopped because of injury, and Kawhi got stopped because of injury. Mm-hmm. So when you look at Keegan Murray, yeah, did he help on Steph? Sure, but maybe—and I hate to do it—because there was no De'Aaron. Yep. So maybe if Keegan is able to play this this type of defense on Steph, and you have they th- yes, they obviously win that game. But the right. problem is De'Aaron wasn't out there, mm-hmm. and it's another it's an it's an L. And it's not just an L. It's an L to the Warriors. I got some sound that Kings are not going to like. Kings fans are not going to like. The beam regime is not going to like very much, but it has to be done. Malik Monk also alludes to it as well. We're going to get to it a little bit later. But I think it's a good point because he did play good defense, right? Mm -hmm. And you look, you see 10 points from Keegan Murray. That's not going to cut it, but it was great defensively. Kevin Herter, I already see on the YouTube chat, somebody talking about Kevin Herter. Is that an L, L Podicus? I don't know if that's an L or (laughs) I. Herter with nine rebounds. Cool. Yeah. Cool. What do you want me to do with that?
2: I thought they were good rebounds. I mean, I, I really thought that Kevin. You know, when you're not making shots, you got to find other ways to to impact the game. And I actually thought he did have some big rebounds, like down the stretch. No, in that I don't last doubt minute, that
1: he got a really big rebound I, I, over Kevon. But Lue. I don't doubt that. But we're talking about going to the next level. Yeah, you got to do both. Yeah, you know, like Drake says, combination. Sure, <laughs> you got to have both. Kyle, <laughs> the <shaking laughs> accent his was
2: like crazy.
1: Combination. That is well. Now I have first. to find the clip so they can compare that. No. <laughs> You need both. Yeah. You need both. I get what you're saying, right? If you're not doing something here, you got that. Th- you're still, you're still making an impact on the game. I'm not saying he's not. For sure. I'm saying it clearly wasn't enough. Yeah. Right. And they, 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 they sold out doing the scrappy things. So it's almost. It's the question is if are you going to be able to win those gritty games when you do step up in other areas? But because you're stepping up in other areas now, you don't have the legs to make shots. Which is it?
2: I mean, my thing is, like, they played well enough to win the game. And this is, like, where my my moral victory argument will begin. But, like, my thing is they played well enough to win the game. They just sometimes yeah things don't go your way. And Klay Thompson hits a really tough contested shot yeah. from, uh, you know, like, from from the top of the key. It's like a 20-footer, 17-footer. It's a tough shot, and they and he made it. Like to me, the Kings played well enough to win the game. They were they were one shot away from winning. I just don't really feel like, you know, like I, I don't really think anyone played bad enough to lose them. Like, yes, Kevin Herter didn't make his shots. Keegan Murray didn't make his shots. That that's sometimes that's just how it goes. Like I don't I don't think that
1: this, but is— but it keeps going like that against the Warriors. I mean, you don't have to play the Warriors. Like they have played the Warriors a lot no, in this no, condensed I, I stretch hear of games? You. I but hear like you. there's twenty
2: eight other teams that they can play that aren't the Warriors that don't present the
1: very specific things and challenges that the Warriors present. Yeah. Nine one six, three three nine, one one, four, zero. Moral victory. Are you happy with what you saw or did the Kings take a step back? Are you happy with what you saw or did the Kings Take a step back. No, and I hear what you're saying. Clay I I'm, took a step back. Clay did take a step. You said it, not me. You said it, not me. <laughs> over Look, Davion. <laughs> over Davion. And Davion. By the way, we're going. We're going a little bit positive here. Yeah. Davion bald. Davion
2: bald out. He, he did his
1: part. He Everything did. that
2: we wanted to see from him, like yes. the points. Uh, he even facilitated a little bit, and then. You know, on that last possession, he plays about as good as defense as Davion Mitchell can play. He's just six feet tall. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. nothing. There's really nothing else. No, he I mean, and we
1: know Clay, when he gets to the apex of that jump shot, there's not That's very many people besides no. a, a Kevin Durant yeah. <laughs> or not a lot, many guys that can contest that shot. That's how it's been throughout Clay's career. So, you know, there were good things to take away. I just look at the big picture and I look at, yes, it's one of 82. But. I just can't get over the fact that maybe it's because I'm connected to the Bay and I'm getting cooked on Twitter. Maybe that's part of it too, because I'm riding for y'all. I know, and we and you you're leaving me out. I don't know, man. You're, you're stuck in no, this in between no, land not, where it sounds I'm like Warrior fans don't want I'm you. All you in. keep up all this. I told you, we all got this we already, no more victory we already talk. Ordered, you know? No, no, we already ordered the baby beam shirt for the for my daughter. <laughs> it's it's on the way. I'm all in, but you know I'm putting my neck on the line. <laughs> for my life out for here my life out here so this it, you know it I I do think to to take a step come on to take a step come back you, you said come it on. first I I do think looking at the the totality of this game mm-hmm. yes they did a lot of things I think the the confusing thing about this this game in particular is that they did a lot of things that we've been asking them to do yes, right for or sure. Mike Brown has been asking mm-hmm. them to do To rebound, to be physical, to play defense, but their calling card did not come up. Yes, That's the issue. So the question is, are you able to do those things that Mike Brown is challenging you to do and keep up? That is all based on keeping up the offensive part of it. It does not matter how many rebounds. Kevin Herter had and it does not matter the type of defense Keegan Murray played on Steph if they combine for 21 points right. when DeAaron Fox isn't playing. No, you're I've I've got nothing no counter to that. So can I've, you do all. both? It's still yeah. early in the season. For sure. Can you do both? Yeah. That's ultimately the question. Or well,
2: especially I mean I I think what what where you just drew my mind there is you know in a night where they don't have DeAaron Fox, DeAaron Fox isn't known as a shooter so they don't have DeAaron Fox. Yeah. So they have mainly all of their shooters playing. Right. They shoot 31% from three. Yes. You would think that on a night where you don't have De'Aaron Fox, you would want to rely a lot more on that three-point shot falling and the fact that, I mean, it doesn't help that Keegan Murray goes 0 of 7, and mm-hmm. I don't know how many times Keegan Murray's ever going to go 0 of 7 again. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great point, that on a night where they don't have De'Aaron, uh, they didn't do the thing that is their calling card, and that was, that was the offensive end. And and it doesn't seem like they found the balance of being able to play defense and play physically while still keeping up the offensive scoring load.
1: And the question is, right, and really not the question, I think the bottom line is as we get to a break here, that game that they play yesterday, how many teams do they beat besides the Warriors? We know about right. the mental. And it's we'll almost get... the same series uh, question as the series. Exactly. We have this Malik Monk audio that kind of details how they feel right now about the Warriors. So the game they play last night, how many teams do they beat with with that game? And I say a decent bit. They definitely yes. beat the Rockets, yes. who they have Absolutely. up next. They probably beat the Thunder, who yeah. they have coming down the road, too. So all is not lost, but man, oh, man, I still call it a missed opportunity. What say you, Sactown Sports listeners, when we get back more of your texts, more of your calls? Styles and Watkins,
0: Sactown Sports. Combination. Last season, the Sacramento Kings gave us a little bit of everything. A Pacific Division type GM of the year, coach of the year, clutch player of the year. All-stars and all-NBA performers. Plus, we got to light the beam. There's a steal by Fox. a breakaway. He's got the rip with the left hand. What does this season have in store? Find out. Each and every Sacramento Kings game can be heard right here on your proud home of the beam team. Sactown Sports at SactownSports.com. Your home for Kings basketball for over 25 seasons. Sacktown sports. We are back. Sacktown
1: sports. Siles and Watkins. Going back and forth here. Chris doesn't even want to speak to me today. Nope. He asked if he had to do the show with me. I said, I I think, I think you have to. Because the Kings didn't get it done. Yeah, great game. It's on you. Entertaining game. I will say another 102, 101 Golden State Warriors win. And you know what? To me, it's not. If we're being completely honest, it's not so much right. about the Klay Thompson shot mm-hmm. because Sabonis did not call bank. Okay, Gold, the Golden <laughs> One, Golden One is not open that late. Yeah. The bank ain't open that late. So, yeah. so that that shot had no business going in. I don't think they they should have been in that situation because they were up as much as 11. In the beginning of Uh, the third or in the middle of the third? And then their biggest
2: lead was 11 points. Yep.
1: Yeah. So the wheels kind of came off. And we know in in the NBA, especially these days, 11 11 points is nothing. You you can, especially against the Warriors, you can sneeze and and be down 11 as quick as you were up 11. But we do have, we do have good news. We do have, I think this is, we do have good news as we have a report from Shams saying that De'Aaron Fox could play as soon as Saturday. Let's hear what he had to say.
2: Yeah, it's a moderate ankle sprain. I mean, it's worse than a grade one. But this is a guy, De'Aaron Fox, who played through a fractured finger uh, in the playoffs last year. He's clearly got a a high pain threshold. So he missed last night's game. He's really right now day-to-day, Michelle. And I'm told he could play as soon as Saturday in Houston or Monday in Houston. They have two straight games in Houston uh, where where De'Aaron Fox is from. And so he's a quick, quick healer. This is the early part of the season. Uh, but look for De'Aaron Fox to uh, potentially return within a week of this injury, which was a, which was worse than a grade one. But last night, the, the Kings, you have to give them credit for how competitive they kept that game. Malik Monk having the ball in his hands uh, throughout the game. Uh, I think, obviously, he's shown whether he starts, comes off the bench, he can play at, at a high level on the ball.
1: But for them to keep it competitive without De'Aaron Fox, I think is a positive sign. But shout out, Clay, and his game winner. All right. Kyle you gotta cut that early. You gotta cut that early. I'm just Just fade that down. Come on. Just fade that down. Well that's great news. Right. Yeah. And De'Aaron, quick healer, he he's a dog, just Mm -hmm. like Malik Monk likes to say. A lot of dogs on that team. We know what he went through during the playoff series Mm -hmm. last last season, and he continued to play. So great news if you are a Kings fan saying that, hey you might not even have to miss a game and we had a feeling the fact that he was going on the road trip the fact that he came back and played was insane, insane. against the lakers insane. and you're getting your jersey retired I'm, i don't know what day that's actually happening yeah, on i saw a
2: flyer for it yesterday yeah right either Saturday you got
1: to so. be it could be earlier on saturday right. right or something like that so 5 p.m. 5 p.m. On Saturday? No, not the game when he's getting no. <laughs> his, his jersey retired. Oh, that's on Friday night. So that's Friday night, right? So you knew he would want to be a part of it. You knew he would want to be down there and show out for his hometown. So I, I don't know about Saturday. Again, I don't. If the Kings play like that, I don't think you need De'Aaron on. On Saturday, no disrespect to the Rockets and Brooks hopscotching around, but it would be good to have him on on Monday.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I would love to have Darren back as soon as possible, as soon as he feels healthy. But to me, the big question is, does he actually feel healthy or is he rushing back as soon as possible because he's playing in his hometown and because he feels like uh, much like was the attitude last year? These guys need to take advantage of every regular season game that they can. Mm hmm. I it, it I just it makes me a little bit nervous to to hear him come back that soon. Um obviously again, yeah, we we would love to have De'Aaron Fox back with the team as soon as possible, but if it's gonna be at the expense of him possibly re aggravating the injury or yeah. not letting it heal all the way and having it linger, again, we're 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 in the beginning state. We just had our right. fourth game of the season, right. okay? There is seventy eight more games left. That's a lot. Do we really need to be rushing De'Aaron Fox back right now if he's not healthy? And you know, I, no one will know if he's truly healthy, one hundred percent healthy or not, except for him. Right. But the fear is he's done this before. Like he did this, I think, in his second season, he had a, a grade three ankle sprain, uh, came back in two or three weeks for yeah. an injury that you're supposed to miss a month and a half minimum. It's it's just scary. Like, it, of course, welcome him back with open arms, but if it's at the expense of, of him possibly damaging that ankle further or or even, you know, just re-aggravating it throughout the year, mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, you, you've you got some easy matchups here. If you're ever going to drop right. games early in the season is the time to do it. So I, I'm kind of conflicted on on hearing that news. It just feels way too early because, yes, he did play in that Laker game, which shows it might not be pain, like pain tolerance-wise he might mm-hmm. be able to handle it, but you just – with ankles they ju- they just need rest that's yeah. that's really it
1: yeah and look i i think one thing to remember is as you said it is a long season and i don't know how much of this is possibly cuz we had no report beforehand right. and now shams comes out today after the game winner and i know i know <laughs> the trainers are much smarter than we are yeah. but i also know that De'Aaron really wants to get out there and He's how much them. and how much of this is If they get that W last night, this is how it works in football and all sports. You're just buying time. Mm -hmm. So if they do get that W last night, are we getting a report that he's going to play as soon as Saturday? Because now that was the big one, right? And again, no disrespect to the Rockets. They're all paid professionals. But that was the big one. If you get that W last night, now it's, hey, De'Aaron, let's rest you here because... We got some cushion. We got some cushion. And now the cushion is gone because you didn't get it done, even though it was a great game. And now all of a sudden De'Aaron feels like, well, we can't drop it. We can't drop one to the Rockets and we right. can't do this. We can't do that. And, you know, th- that's really going to be a-, a dicey subject because mm-hmm. uh, to be completely honest with you, if if Kevin Herter and, and Keegan Murray are going to continue to combine for 21 points, which I hope they don't, they will not yeah. win both games against the Rockets if no. De'Aaron doesn't play. No. I'm telling you that right now. They won't win both. They
2: can, but, the
1: yeah, the odds go down incredibly.
2: You're
3: saying there they, won't be another 27-point half from Harrison Barnes?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that it won't happen twice. Yeah. I'm saying it won't happen twice. So, I understand why De'Aaron wants to get back, but to your point, it's a long season. And you are one of the younger teams. And being younger means, just as Sham said, you heal very quickly. Sure. Right? So, why don't just make sure you're good, yep. okay, and don't... Don't rob Peter just to pay Paul early on in the season mm-hmm. because all these other teams like the Lakers, the Clippers, the Suns, the Warriors already have injury issues, already yes. resting guys. You're going to be better. You're going to be in a better spot than them. Yep. I would say m- middle of the season through that dull time and the end of the season. The the All those teams, all those older teams, they're trying to come out hot. The middle of the season, they're just trying to survive, right? And that is where the Kings are going to thrive. But you can't thrive if De'Aaron Fox is dealing with an issue that isn't fully healed. So I would say, De'Aaron, I don't think you necessarily need to... To to rush yourself back, even if you drop a couple of these games early, I think it would be worth it. We talk about the same thing with Brock Purdy and the Niners. There's only 17 games, in and right. that's a lot more urgency. That's a lot. That's a lot different than having 82. So if you're De'Aaron Fox in this team, I don't really. I know it's. I know you get a bit of a break because they played what? Two, what Wednesday, yeah, and, and now they they they're good until Saturday. Until and Saturday. So I understand. Hey, we got enough time, but it's the Rockets. I. I, I, I Worse, just give it give it a couple more days and just play on that Monday and you still get to play in Houston right exactly
2: that that's how I feel I, I don't know what the rush would be and uh, it would just be it would be terrible if if you know if, if this derails the season just because they they wanted to get him in a little bit quicker than necessary and so yeah I mean if anything this just tells me what it what it actually tells me is that De'Aaron Fox really cares about this in-season tournament because you know that that's that's <laughs> coming on. up uh, that's coming up next week too. So uh, he, you know, people were wondering, you know, oh, are these rule changes, and will people care about this in-season tournament? Clearly. Garrett Fox, you know, I don't think
1: tournament. that's why I'm pretty
2: sure, that's but why. I also can't prove it. I'm pretty sure that's why I also can't you know, prove sure it. All right. Having your jersey retired is one thing, but mid <laughs> season tournament fame is forever. do you get a ring for that? Do you have to? Oh,
1: I guarantee they get something. Well, they got it's rings gonna be for like the a summer league, or something. Didn't
2: they, didn't they get, get, rings get rings for summer yes, league? they did. Yeah. so they're definitely
1: gonna get rings for this. 100%. So, like we said, if, if Chris Paul gets a mid season tournament ring, we're still gonna say he's ringless.
2: I won't, you know. I respect rings. Russell
1: Westbrook, What if the Clippers win it? All
2: right, then no, no, that don't
1: count. <laughs> that don't count.
3: Now you've gone too yeah, far. All right, out, I'm Alan. just don't saying. Be well,
1: they won't because that would require all of them to play, <laughs> yeah, exactly. which is not going to happen. Zero percent chance. All right, getting to a break. When we get back, Malik Monk sound. Sacramento fans, it, you know it is what it is with this Golden State Warriors thing. I, I got some sound too. Please, please don't hate me, but it's just how we feel right now. Thousand mm. so Watkins watching sports.
0: Sound sports. Headlines.
3: Good morning, Sacramento. My name is Kyle Ledbetter. These are your Sac Town sports headlines. The Golden State Warriors got the Kings again. On a double team blitz, finds Draymond Green, pivots, throws to Thompson. Thompsons rocks, fires, eighteen footer, score the basket. Two. On a double team, the Sacramento Kings held the Golden State Warriors to a season low eighteen points. In the third quarter, while Davion Mitchell also broke out with 13 points, four rebounds, and three steals, starting for the injured De'Aaron Fox. However, the Kings lost by one point. They're now 2-2. Next game is Saturday against the Houston Rockets. In baseball, the Texas Rangers are World Series champions after winning Game 5 versus Arizona. Corey Seager won his second World Series MVP with his second team, winning in 2020 with the Dodgers and now in 2023 with the Rangers those are your headlines let's return to more of styles and watkins your flagship station for the beam
0: team Sacktown sports we are back Sacktown
1: sports a couple people are asking as we break down king's warriors a couple people are asking in the chat and uh, on the text line as well, who won between me and Chris? We went golfing yesterday. My first, or second golf stint post Achilles. People mm-hmm. are asking who won, and we're not messing around here. No. We did actually tie. We did tie. I think we. I had a putt. I think we had forty-seven. I had a putt on the par five at Hagan's to win it. Yep. Par five. It was yeah. to par. It was to a win downhill it. though. It was downhill. Had a putt to win it. And it was just a little bit left. Yeah. It was just a little bit left. So we tied. Greens were playing fast. No, they were cooking. They were playing
2: like carpet.
1: Yes. (laughs) They were definitely cooking. So, you know, it was a close match. I'm sure we'll have more. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, and I couldn't beat Chris, you know, first time golfing in Sacramento. I couldn't beat him on his home turf. Well, you're...
2: You quite literally have a handicap, so like I couldn't just go out there <laughs> right. and wash you Alan and be with like one leg. <laughs> okay, like sorry, man, like no prisoners, like you hey, know, so fair enough. I think we were both taking it easy on yeah, each other, Yeah, yeah, you know? we'll get back out yeah, there, yeah, we'll
1: yeah. get it done. We're Unfortunately, the, the Kings did not get it done last night. Losing to the Warriors 102 to 101. And you said yourself, Chris, you said, How about a game where it's not 120 points on both sides? Yeah, and you got that'd be great. it. You got it. Just unfortunately, the Kings weren't able to eclipse. 105, right? Or mm-hmm. in this in this specific situation, 102, yep. right? So, you did see a lot of things and again, later on in the show, we will revisit the keys that we had for Kings Warriors, what they accomplished, what they did not. 1114, we have our guy Brendan Nunes, Sacktown Sports talking Warriors. He was in the Bay yesterday. Twelve fourteen. beaming or dreaming. Twelve forty five. Kevin Dana, who is the play by play guy for the G League, the Santa Cruz Warriors, and also does a Warriors roundtable. Very knowledgeable guy. So we'll get his thoughts on what Draymond had to say about last year's chemistry, and we'll try to not get Kevin <laughs> in trouble. Yeah. And I might be in trouble with what I'm about to do next because yeah, I'm are. just saying this is what it sounded like to me. So Malik Monk has some audio, very quick audio here, where he talks about the Warriors and the not the head games, but just the fact that right now they're the ones to beat. We relaxed. They hit us in the mouth. So um, they got our numbers right now. They got our numbers right now. And, you know, that just seems like a nice way of saying something else we've heard.
3: I mean, what can I say? Just dip my heart and... and... I call the Yankees my daddies.
1: <laughs> sorry. That's what it sounds funny. like. You really think you're fine? I said I'm sorry. We relaxed. They hit us in the mouth. So um, they got our numbers right now. They got our numbers right now. Mm. The Warriors are yeah. the Kings daddy right
3: now. I mean, okay. what can I say? Just dip my heart and, and call the I mean. Yankees my daddy. That's not what I heard.
1: That is, that is what I heard. <laughs> In a respectful way. I don't know why Pedro ever said that. Now I they have Now they have a segment, as we get into the World Series a little bit later in the show, they have a segment on TBS or whatever it is, mm-hmm. Pe- who was Pedro's daddy today? What a wild yeah,
2: I segment. I don't want that to be my segment. <laughs> I definitely don't want to say, yeah, who owns me? <laughs> like, I mean, what know, can I say? Just
3: dip my heart in it. Just... And... Completely. Call the Yankees, my daddies. I mean, Steph Curry already owns Golden One Center. Okay, so. wow. wow. Kyle's I don't know what is going on. And right Kyle's now. from out here.
2: Why am Why am I the one who's got has to be positive right now? Well, th- that's
1: because you are. <laughs> you are. Look, things can change, and that's why Malik Monk's spe- And I'm just poking fun, Malik Monk. No, specific- this is not fun. Okay, this is not fun, fun. to you. We were this last is play hitters
2: in the mouth, so um, they got our numbers right now. Right okay. now.
1: Right now. Yep. Right. yep. Okay, so I'm I'm done. I just had to get that. Yeah. because no, he's so just, funny to me. He wants them to feel
2: good about themselves. You know, he wants them to overlook the Kings. That's why he's like, "Hey, man, yeah, like, hey, what can I say, man? Y'all, y'all clearly are just better than us. I don't even know. Don't even okay. know what to well, say. you think you know? it's
1: some some I some think reverse it's...
2: psychology going on? I don't think that he's saying it in a defeated manner. That's what I would say. I okay. don't think he's saying it like, "Yeah, man, like we just got to figure these." Like, I don't think he's stressing about the Warriors. Right. I really think uh-huh. it's more just like facts are facts. Like they just right every time we play the them, they seem to pull it out at the end of the game. Made it yeah. sound
3: like it was a throwaway line. Yeah, like exactly. it was just something he said. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Look, I, I I think the most important part of what he said was right now. Yes. Right. Because for sure. things can change so yeah. quickly, and like you said, it's it's kind of messed up right now because the kings of war have just played way too much. Right. They just need a break. I mean, it's basically just a scr- it's a scrimmage at this point, yeah. and they just need a break from each other. And and I think they're gonna obviously they're gonna get it. They don't play for what a, a month or so now. Uh, uh, I while? think for
2: no for twenty six more days.
1: Okay. So you you take it. It is what it is. But I'll tell you this. I would rather. If I'm the Kings, mm-hmm. I'd rather face – I'm going to sound crazy here. You already do. I'd rather face the Nuggets in the first round than than the Warriors. Um,
2: I mean, probably from just the sense of, like, I'm sick and tired of seeing these guys. Yeah. And they know everything we do in the same way that we know everything they do, but they just have the experience edge. I, I hear what you're saying for sure. I don't think it's – uh. No, I don't think that's crazy. Actually. Okay. I definitely – I don't think that's crazy. Obviously, right. from a talent perspective, yeah. Denver's a lot scarier. But when you've played a team as many times as these two teams have played mm-hmm. each other, there's just no surprising them. Like, it, right. I think yesterday was the – I mean, we talked about how yesterday was going to be kind of a gimmick game. And mm. it, to an extent, it kind of was. Like, they were throwing a lot of zone out there. Right. They forced the ball out of Steph's hands. That's kind of the last card. That's the last hand that the Kings have to deal I don't know how much more they can do that the Warriors haven't seen. So in that sense, yeah, I definitely think that if you were to ask the Kings, especially, they would say, "Yeah, we're sick and tired of seeing these guys, and we would literally rather see anybody else."
1: Yeah, and it's it's really confusing because, you know, what was it? What was the old? Not fairy tale, but story when it's like the porridge with the bears. And oh yes, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the the three little bears or whatever fa- it was. Would that be
2: considered a fairy tale? I think not.
1: So. A, not a fairy tale. No, you mean Goldilocks? Yeah, Goldilocks with the with the the porridge was too hot. Yeah. and too cold. I think that's considered a fairy tale. It's it, there's another term. The folk for tale, it, a folk a folk story. Whatever it's a tale. How about a it's tale? a tale, right? <laughs> so one porridge was too hot. The yep. other porridge was too cold. Yeah, and then you're looking for the porridge to be just right. Right. The Kings against the Warriors on Friday, that porridge was too cold, Mm -hmm. and and not not actually cold, but just in the sense of they didn't do certain things. But De'Aaron balled out, right? Right. The porridge last night was too hot, again not actually hot because they weren't hot from (laughs) From three-ball land, right? But. You did other did things that right you really things. liked. Yeah. So if you do put that porch together and you put it all in a pot and That's you have beautiful. and you have the yeah. Kings doing what they did last night and you just throw in, oh, by the way, they're all NBA player and a top point guard in this league, they win that ball game. Yeah. But how many times, again, are you going to hold Steph under 21? That's the issue. Yeah. I mean, and the question is also, I mean, we won't know until
2: the next time we see them, but did the Kings maybe figure something out with Steph? Yeah. Like, did, did, they, did it take the 10th matchup against these guys to figure out, hey, let's throw some size on him. Let's yeah. throw Kevin Herter or Keegan Murray on there. That seems, I mean, clearly having a guy of his stature, uh, of Davion Mitchell's stature, but and his defensive prowess didn't bother Steph. No. So maybe – Something just size and length will bother him and, and maybe they learn something. So yeah, maybe you can still get that that defensive effort against Steph Curry all, with Kevin Herter or Keegan Murray and get the De'Aaron Fox exactly. scoring without having De'Aaron and have to spend any time right. guarding Steph. Yeah, that, that like I think the porridge example is a wonderful one. Thank you. That could really be that happy middle ground of mm-hmm. what you're looking for where maybe some other people who in the past, you might have looked for Keegan Murray more right. for an offensive scoring load, or Ke- uh, Kevin Herter more for the offensive scoring load. Maybe just for that night against right. this team, right. you kind of sacrifice that end of the floor for getting real production on the defensive end and yeah. stopping Steph and getting the the firepower of De'Aaron having a possible 30-point night against them.
1: Right. And to that point, and, and, I, and it was interesting because we did see a lot. It felt like we saw a lot of Keegan yeah. on Steph. Whitey Gleason, drive guys, during our crosstalk yesterday, said that analytically Kevin Herter did the best job on Steph Curry. Right. On the team. Now, because Steph, I guess, still balled out, they wanted to try something else, and they tried out Keegan. I think if I'm Mike Brown, I just sell out on one of those guys Mm -hmm. and not switch because they're both – Steph. Play so many mind games, and you're so worried about it. Yeah. It's hard to focus on offense. I would say it's either Kevin Herder yeah. or Keegan. Hey, you're you're this you're the Steph guy today mm-hmm. when we're not doing zone or whatever the case is. And whoever is not on it, it's your job. We need something you from you offensively. Shots, yeah. And obviously Sabonis, who did a great job last night, in my opinion, of just being that guy. And obviously, when you get De'Aaron Fox back, we rock and roll with you guys. I think, yeah. and I, again, that is why things are specific, and that is very much a playoff situation. Yes. Right. Absolutely. We are doing something specific it's, it's to a chess game. this team. Yes. Yeah. It's not just roll the ball out there during the regular season and everything is honky dory. We are specifically trying to beat this team yeah. in a certain way.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that it's transferable. I mean, yes, again, the 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 problems that the Warriors present are very warrior specific, but I think it's good for them to get into this mindset of treating games treating certain matchups mm-hmm. like a playoff, like thinking more so, more d- deep, I yeah. guess, is, is yeah. thinking not just, like you're saying, not just rolling the ball out for that regular season game, but trying to think realistically, okay, when we do play these teams in a seven-game series, mm-hmm. how are we going to adjust? What lineups or, or what different combinations can we throw out there that maybe other teams haven't seen from us that that can give us a, a unique look? So I, I definitely I, I think that it's uh, it was a really good – Really good performance yesterday on the defensive end. I was really happy with that.
1: Yeah, I have have nothing negative to say about that team defensively. The question is, can you do that and still have enough legs to produce offensively? And unfortunately, last night they did not. Got to get to a break. When we get back, we will hear from Coach Mike Brown and the defense. They played on Steph, and we will also answer the question. Chris has a question for the audience. Yes. Normalizing moral victories. Yes. I think you all know what I yeah. will have to say Later. about that. But stick around to find out. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.
0: Live and local, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Sacktown Sports.
1: We're back. Sacktown Sports reacting to Kings Warriors. Heck of a game. And let me just say, Styles and Watkins, let me just say... The NBA did mess up, and and I, always, and I thought they did, too. It should have been Kings Warriors for Christmas. It's must-see television.
2: Yeah, I mean, at this point, that's looking like a big, big mess up because every time these two teams play, it just seems like it's going to go down to the last minute, and right. uh, who knows what's going to happen. What, who are the Warriors playing on Christmas? I believe they Nuggets? play the Nuggets. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, yeah, who? I mean, I'm sure it'll be a good I mean, game. sure. Like, you know, Warriors might like get smacked. Yeah.
2: That's a really
1: real possibility. <laughs> they they might give. Smack they got no answer for Jokic. Zero, zero, and I have no answer for what you are about to get into. Yeah, because the question came up, and I even I even you entertained tweeted it. last night. Hey, bit of a moral victory between Keegan and Herter. You just you got to believe they won't continue to be this cold in the defense they played. No De'Aaron Fox, and they took the Warriors. Yeah, and, and you could say well the Warriors were cold, or you could say no. The Kings played really good defense. Yeah. So the floor is yours, my friend. Okay. I'm going to
2: start this off with uh, something that happened this weekend uh, with Francis Ngannou fight against Tyson Furious. This major fight. Everyone, you know, the the heavyweight boxing fighting. Everyone sure. everyone loves heavyweight boxing. Uh, Francis Ngannou pretty much, for, for the most part, I'll spare everyone the details who doesn't care, or didn't watch, but for the most part, the court of public opinion says that Francis Ngannou uh, who is a UFC fighter UFC right. former UFC uh heavyweight uh title winner he beat Tyson Fury right. in a boxing match which Tyson Fury is the the heavyweight title holder of of boxing mm-hmm. and uh you know for th- this week it's been a big discourse in in uh in the fighting community about right. you know does it really matter that on the scorecards it says that Tyson Fury won, but Francis Nganu lost when everybody who watched the fight, all boxing purists, casuals, everybody right. says this guy won. So does it really matter at the end of the day if the if the judge's scorecard says that the other guy won? Because everybody else is of the opinion that this happened. And that just got me started on the moral victory thought process. And okay. then after last night, I just I really feel like it's this. It's almost like a toxic thing in sports in general, just this downplaying of moral victories. Of course, at the end of the day, I understand that records and standings are definitely a thing that impacts a lot, especially when it comes to playoffs. But moral victories are just completely shoved down and said, you're not allowed to have them. And I just think on a night like last night, that's not the right approach mentally to have to that game after the game. Like I think the Kings, again, put themselves in a situation to win that game in a when they were down their best player Mm -hmm. and if clay thompson doesn't hit a crazy step back jumper they win that game and we're not here sad at all we're talking about wow what a persevering win that was over you know just terrible circumstances they win without their best player against a team that you know beat them on their home floor all this stuff and we're we have we have a completely different tone today because Clay Thompson hit one jump shot that was a tough shot like that Davion Mitchell pretty much has to live with like you have to live with giving Clay that look I just don't understand why we have to or why we can't have that as a moral victory it's not even necessarily that we have to downgrade it but just right. why can't we feel positively or feel good about that game last night I don't I don't know why it has to be, ah, of course we lost. At the end of the day, we ended up losing to the Warriors, and it's, it's just another L mm-hmm. uh, in, this, in this Kings Warriors series.
1: I want to I wanna ride with you. I know. Because it makes sense. To ride with it's Because logical. Chris is right. You're right in terms of you. there are things you can take away, right? I guess it depends on your definition of a moral victory, right? I think it's just
2: not feeling down that is okay. how I would describe it. It's like okay. moral victory is you can still you should not you shouldn't kill yourself about, yeah, Keegan Murray shouldn't be upset he goes O of seven tonight or, or last night. He you know, it it's all they they did what they could to put themselves in a situation to win. Whatever the stats say kind of doesn't matter because Mm -hmm. they had to do what they had to do in order to put themselves in that situation. It was going to be a different game script last night than what it was going to be if Mm -hmm. De'Aaron Fox was playing. So they put themselves in the situation to win. I don't think just because at the end of the day, a last-second shot changes the result, that they should feel differently, or we as fans should feel differently about how they played in that game. I feel like we should still come out of that game feeling positive about the fact that the Kings just took a team that has been a nightmare for them and was able to compete with them for 47 minutes and 30 seconds at an incredibly high level in a mm. defensive matchup. I think that's a massive, massive victory. And I don't know, I, just because Klay Thompson hits, hits a shot at the end of the game, I don't think I should feel... Like the Kings didn't perform well.
1: No, I, I don't think you. I don't think it's a matter of not performing well. I think the the flip side of it would be feeling as if, and I don't even know if more victory is part of this, but just feeling as if when we go down the checklist later in the show, yeah. when they hit on most things in the checklist sure. and you still lost, yeah, that's that's the issue, not the issue, but. That's my feeling. It's we did everything we were supposed to do sure. and still lost. Now, you didn't have De'Aaron Fox, and right. I think that's where the moral victory exactly. comes into play. Exactly. So I hear you on that,
2: and I would if also De'Aaron say— If De'Aaron plays yesterday, that's— a, They win. That's a, but that's also—like, if De'Aaron plays and that's the result they get, right. then we can be upset. Okay. Because they played poorly and there was no excuse. They had their best player. Right. They they only score hundred and one points. That's right. not how you're supposed to look
1: when you're at full strength.
3: Right. No, the Kings I, did also shoot forty percent from the field yesterday. Yes. Like even right. without Deer and Fox, it was not a great shooting game.
1: Yeah. No, not a great, not a great shooting game. They did what they had to, and and defensively, they did what they had to. So the, the Warriors didn't have a good shooting game either. No. Right. They also so, turned the ball over like. Crazy. They they turned that they turned the ball over at a ridiculous clip. I think that if somebody were to say, This is where the game honestly got flipped. You did what you were supposed to do. But at the end of the day, when you have Dario Saric. Oh. I mean, what did he shoot oh, from three gosh. ball And Did he miss from three?
2: I think he was three of five.
1: Three but. of five. Or, he had 15 points. That is not what you had on your bingo card. It was not. It and was that was essentially not. the difference in the game. No, it was. It because 100%. you get Dario Saric. Honestly, that makes up for Stephen Clay yes, it does. not being that hot. Totally. So you have that going on. Kaminga is coming into his own. You know right. that's my dark horse for most improved player. <laughs> so... You get that. And and Chris Paul, two points, eight assists. Yeah. What is he shooting from three ball land?
2: Uh five percent. Is like that five, like cinco percent. Is that bad? Uh yeah. I think I could literally go out there. We have a busted rim out there in the yeah. garage. Like I think the the net is like literally well, facing the floor. I think I could shoot five percent <laughs> on that busted rim out there if I were to take hundred shots. Right
1: so now. I understand what you're saying. There's been a lot of talk, you know, about the, the moral victories and whether you should feel like it, whether you should not, we've seen in the YouTube chat, we've seen on the text line as well, people going back and forth. And again, if you have thoughts, was it a moral victory? Nine, one, six, three, three, nine, one, one, four, zero. And the other question is another way to, to form this question. And you make outstanding points by the way. Thank you. And I thought, you know, I, I was going to have something ready for you, but you, you did that too well. You actually did that wow. too well. And I will give credit where credit is due. On the, the other way to ask this question is did you feel, besides the heartbreak of the actual Result. buzzer beater, yes. <laughs> right, about 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour after the game, did you feel bad about that loss, right? Yes. And and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people felt bad about the loss or how many people, like you said, said, man, they had Steph. They had Clay, they had Draymond, yep. they had the whole crew yeah. in chase in San in Francisco, chase, right. in the Bay. Right. And we came out there yep. and and our two hot, our two best shooters couldn't hit the backside of a barn right. and we were in a position to win if not for Klay Thompson finally deciding to find the bottom of the net which he hadn't really done right. all game long. Yeah. I mean it it's I felt great after after an
2: hour after I did the uh after i did the post game show which you can check out after every single kings game on sackdown sports youtube channel how's Outstanding that for a plug? plug uh after after that stream i i felt so content like i really obviously i was hoping to see the beam out there when i when i stepped outside but it was it, i i just i couldn't help but feel like that's one of those games where you could realistically say if we have De'Aaron Fox, we're winning that game. Mm-hmm. Also, you can also say, by the way, uh, something I, I didn't realize until I was in the middle of that stream. Mm-hmm. De'Manus Sabonis yesterday from the free throw line killed us. I mean, that, that killed us. The, the 7 of 12 missing five free throws in a game where you lose by one point. And I looked at the stat sheet. He was the only person who missed free throws yesterday. Everybody else made all of their free right. throws. Not that they took anywhere near 12. But if he makes three of those free throws, it's game. It's, that's game. And like and, it's easy to nitpick like that, right. but sometimes when it's free throws, it's just really easy to look at that number and say, You miss this many, we lose by this many, you bridge that gap, and it's a completely different game.
1: Right, right. And you know, the whole actual hack of whoever has really kind of gone away. I yeah. think most people don't love it, but it's just unintentional. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna make sure you get to the line, yeah. right? I'm not it's gonna the Ben ask. Simmons thing. It's, it's the,
2: like right. if you're driving the lane, I'd much rather force you to go to the line and hit the two then right. have you lay it in
1: so so domas has to work on that because those are the things come playoff time yep that really is going to matter if you really want to compete and contend for a championship got to get to a break coming up next we're talking next steps for the kings and we will have that sound from mike brown on the defense that we've been talking about all show long styles and Watkins, sacktown sports